good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Hey everyone, uh, we are recording today. It is, we are coming up on a milestone for the podcast and um, went live with a podcast um, on April 29th, 2019. As we've mentioned before, this is a passion project. You know, a lot of work goes into it, um, but it's so rewarding. We love talking to each other because we are friends first. Um, we love talking about the band. We love talking about music. But we also love sharing our stories with with all of you out there listening. And we appreciate all of you out there listening. Um, we've gotten feedback over the past year about how the, some of the conversations that we've had over the past year have, have really resonated with all of you and how it takes you back to that moment in time. So we appreciate you guys listening. Um, we love what we're doing and we hope to bring you many more episodes in the future. And this is episode number 23. <laughs> so 23 within a year, I think is, is pretty good. It's about every other week is the cadence that we've been able to pull these things together. So yeah, this is exciting. This is also our second quarantine catch up. We are still isolating and staying home, trying to flatten the curve. So we're doing this virtually. So yeah, this has been fun. This has been a great project to work together on. We love the Instagram page and all the fun photos and different things we can put up there. I think it's great when I meet other people that are fans of Duran Duran and I give them a card and I'm like, check us out. And so hopefully there's some of y'all that I've met on my adventures that are tuning in. I also know my mother likes to listen, which is kind of hilarious. Hi, Roseanne. <laughs> because she's like, I learned so much about you and your friends. So, you know, you never know who's listening to podcasts. Not my yeah. mother. <laughs> my mother's like, either. can I see you in this podcast? I'm like, yeah. no, you only hear me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's an audio podcast, not right a vlog yeah yeah it's definitely been a, a passion project for us and I remember you know when we were you know we we would just get together periodically and and hang out and watch videos or just chat or look at memorabilia or whatever and you know we we just kind of started talking about it and it was like you know we should we should do this like no one is doing this really and we just started kind of looking looking around poking around to see what else was out there you know kind of found maybe one thing here and there and it was like okay yes let's do it okay what are we going to call it and that was a fun <laughs> exercise that was so fun just kind of figuring out okay just brainstorming coming up with a list of things and it's like all right Cherry ice cream smile. That that sounds good. That's that's like that's just catchy. It's catchy anyway, but you know. And recognizable. And very recognizable. Oh, so definitely recognizable by the Duranis. Yeah. And, you yeah, know, this, sure. this is a fan podcast primarily, you know, and that wasn't out there. We wanted the voice of the fan to be out, you know, in cyberspace or whatever. In the universe. In the universe. Yeah. Universe. The universe alone. alone. <laughs> but not alone. We're all together. Yes. The universe <laughs> al alone with us. Yes. All together. <laughs> I was going to say that I've not ingested as much sangria in a year as I have since we started doing this. So that's awesome. 
This is a perfect um, every time that we have to do it. <laughs> it it's do. become it's the drink of the podcast, which I love. Um, and I love making it, so that's good. I, I love, love drinking it. I love drinking <laughs> yeah, it, too. I enjoy drinking it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling people that we have a podcast that's dedicated to our appreciation for music and for a particular band. The astonished looks on people's faces when they're like, you have a podcast for Duran Duran? And I mean, it's almost like you get to educate people every time you get to talk about this and with a band who continually tries to reinvent itself and is doing different music and has a different sound with every time we get new music, that's something I think is important. So I think we're doing important work here. Getting yes, we the, are. Uh, getting, the, <laughs> getting the love of the band out there even more. And you know, I've enjoyed, to your point, Jody, um, I've enjoyed like you said, when, when people realize that we have a podcast, um, and then I enjoy hearing people's feedback and how they're like, you know what? I learned something new about the band that I didn't know before. And then that caused me to go down this rabbit hole, uh, (laughs) of information and research on music and, and sharing music. And that's, that's kind of what it's all about. It's, it's got started because we love music. We happen to love this particular band. Um, we have other music interests that we that we follow as well. Um, but that's what, you know, music is the universal language. It's what brings people together. So I that's probably my favorite part about it yeah. is yeah. as is hearing about um how people get even more into certain music, whether it be Duran or somebody else that we've mentioned. The music's yeah. between us. Absolutely. Nowadays, you know, or, you know, what's going on and, you know, music is really the connection point. And that's kind of really, when you really, really sort of, you know, it's daunting times and, and, you know, music gets you through. And for us, it's Duran Duran. And no matter, you know, whether we're in quarantine or whatever, it's, it makes you feel good. And that's, you know, that's what, what they've set out to do as well. And to expand a little bit on what you were saying, Steph, um, I've also had people say, I've learned things about you, not only the band, mm-hmm. but new things about you. I didn't, like, I knew you were you were a fan, but wow, I mean, you know, there's all these <laughs> other things that, that, you know, and just stories and, and just how, how it runs so deep. I think with some some friends, you know, they 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 definitely see it more than others. And, and some of those other friends, it's it's like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool, you know, because it, it really does run deep with all of us and and those of you listening as well so we really appreciate you supporting us and i think you know i i do social media for my day job and that's partially what has fueled this project is that i wanted you know a personal outlet to kind of also get those juices flowing but it's sort of funny i actually get a little street cred with these young influencers when i tell them i have a uh-huh. press they're like you have a podcast but then i tell them it's about a band from the 80s they're like oh i think my mom listens to them <laughs> i don't think it's cool so that i mean it's kind of, it, it's, it's like it gives me a little cred that i understand kind of what they're up to but at the same time it's a little but then i've actually encouraged some of them to check out some of the videos and every person under the age of 30 that I've had watch Rio just is flabbergasted. So the thing is they love it when they see it. They just have never seen it. So maybe this is good. We're kind of expanding the universe a little bit even further. Wow. 
That blows my mind. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? You've never seen Rio? What? Never yeah. seen Rio? <laughs> um, crazy. I was I was thinking about what Dee was saying about um, wh- what we're all going through now and how music sort of sustains us at times like this. I specifically remember September 11th happening and shortly after that astronaut came out and there's even a reference to the world at the time of September 11th on that album. And that was a seminal moment in my fandom of Duran Duran when that album came out and the band was back together and everything was right with the world again. We've got another, we're in this situation now and we have another album coming out soon. And I feel like I just have this positive feeling about how everything's going to be okay. And it's going to, it's going to be coupled with this love of this band and the music that they provide to give us joy coming out of this awful situation where even both two members of the band have been sick with the disease so far. So virus, let me call it a virus. I, I just, I, I'm so excited for this new album to come out because I know that when it does, everything's going to feel right again. Yep. And I'm so excited for 2020 when we can go to London to see our... You mean, <laughs> you mean 2021? Yeah, 2025? 20, <laughs> no, not 2025. No. <laughs> 2021. Yeah, well, even... Just to clarify, Jody. Um, I don't think that people know because we just listened to the Ringer Radio um, interview with Simon that he did this past Saturday. So the fact that he thinks that him and the family possibly have it, he doesn't know that for sure. So we just want to clarify that that's not confirmed. But Simon said that, you know, they all came down with something and that none of them were tested. um, He said that Amber was really sick. Right. And that everybody else in the family got it in varying degrees of severity. So Amber apparently was worse. And then it got better. I guess the symptoms got better as it went through people in the family. But yeah, I mean, two of them of the band, at least that we know of, have suffered from Yeah, because John made the announcement and that was all over the place. Right. He had already recovered. Right. And we're just, I mean, we're just recovered. (laughs) Yeah, just relieved. Relieved. Simon's working on his nine lives, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gosh, I, even, there was I mean, even a question from a, the family that came, The I'm sorry, that a fan that came in about uh, when you mentioned nine lives, where he touched on yeah. drugs. The boat. Right. The boat. Yeah. I know, I know. And I guess yeah. I didn't realize how long he was in that air pocket. Like, <laughs> like a day, right? No, like, he said an hour. Oh, I thought no, it was, it was more than that. Yeah. He, he said, said in this interview that he was un- in that pocket for an hour and then the Navy came in and rescued them from, they couldn't get through all the ropes and things. I thought he so, said like six hours or something or three hours or something like that. I oh my gosh. An hour. Anyway, I'll have to listen to it again, but still it was just that. Just I, a, can't, I can't even right. imagine. Yeah. And he, he also, and the, the funny thing was, he said that was the very, that was the very, the first and only time that Duran Duran was on the cover of People magazine. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which is, you know, that's, you know, shame on people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was him dangling from the helicopter, too. You couldn't even tell it was him. Yeah, yeah. Because I had that People magazine. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got it somewhere. Now, they were, you yeah, know, got they were it. on the cover of um, Rolling Stone, because we all have that. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, and Billboard, even semi-recently, and Dynamite Magazine. Do y'all remember Dynamite? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Do. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> Same as Bop and Tiger Beat and oh, all those. 16. That's the table stakes. They, they, of course, were on those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, table stakes. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so one whole year of doing this, and we can do this even not in the same room. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And being virtual, we are able to do some interviews. So tune in next time when we talk to Bart Van Bemmel of Wild Boys, a tribute band for Duran Duran. I'm going to tease our next episode in two awesome. weeks from now. Awesome. That was a fun conversation. So, yeah, that one. Learned a lot from the, mm-hmm. from the behind the scenes situation of, of uh, tribute cover bands. I like that he's just as much of a fan as we are. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, you he's have to be right to put in, you have to be to put in that kind of work. Yeah. You have yeah. to be dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. Or would it, uh, I noticed Simon said something in that interview. No, no, it wasn't Simon. It was somebody else talking about how music could be good for kids who were troubled. And he was like, no, music's good for everybody. He couldn't really answer the question because he was like, I was obsessed with music when I was 14 and I don't know any other way to be and I was like ding 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 that's me absolutely obsessed with music don't know any other way to be I mean that's that yeah. that, that I got that from from Bart too so gosh and, and and Roger first of all happy belated birthday to Roger Taylor yes indeed happy, happy birthday, birthday sir um and here oh. Recently- oh you don't need to know that <laughs> <laughs> He looks darn good for 60, just saying. Yes, he does. And late yesterday, we found out that it was Georgia Moroto's birthday as well. So we didn't know that they were birthday twins. So, gosh, happy belated birthday, Mr. Moroto. These last couple of days have been packed with birthdays. Like today is Kate from B-52's birthday. And there were so many others right now. They're just escaping me. But I love that Giorgio Moroto and Roger have the same birthday. It's like twins or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a he did a caddy cafe um, okay. with uh, for April. Um, and if you are a DDM fan community member, you got to hear that. And what I enjoyed about that interview that was from the the questions were from fan members only, so the fan questions were a lot more detailed, and I enjoyed that. And I think it came across um, because Roger and Caddy at, at several points during the interview um, mentioned that you know these are really good questions, so. Um, I learned I learned some new things about Roger. I didn't realize that growing up, um, his family played a lot of Motown, and so that um, influenced his driving, uh, his uh, drumming um, technique. And um, he also mentioned about how he was in a cab back in the day, and that somebody, the cab driver, asked him, you know, what band he was in, and he told him he was like, "Oh, I hear some Motown in that." And that that was really <laughs> exciting for Roger because not a lot of people knew that he had that that background musically and where he took influence from. So I thought that was I thought that That's was awesome cool to know. Yeah, I loved that he loved the question about which drum kit he prefers or like what's his favorite drum kit. Was it his first or the one he plays now or anything in between? He got so excited to get all music head about it. 
Yeah. And I just loved that little boy excitement over my first drum kit was the Tama and blah, blah, blah. And talking all about that. That was really cool to hear him really talk gear like that. I've never really heard him do that. In fact, I don't think any of them like to talk gear. So hearing him get excited about it, I think that might be something that people should talk to him more about because he sure was excited about it. And he also said his, his mother raised dogs. They had dogs. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. His mom showed dogs. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it wasn't. Did not know that. Yeah. Dags. It was. Dags. 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 I I didn't. I I didn't get to. (laughs) I didn't get to listen to the whole thing. I tried a couple of times and it's it's long, but I agree. I think Caddy seems to sort of fish through the questions and picks out ones that um, so she doesn't duplicate anything. She takes out duplicates and she looks for things that sound interesting, then adds her own thing, which is good because you might have read um, or on his birthday, the messages that she posted, she raved about how kind he is and how they communicate almost daily about just normal homey humdrum things. And it, it just made him seem like such a dude, you know, he's just a guy and he's so awesome. And I like that she got so excited to talk about him too. I think Caddy has a crush on Roger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Because to your point, if you've ever had the pleasure of meeting Roger, which we which we have, um, yeah. he is a genuinely sweet person. He really friendly, is. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And in, in this podcast world, I will have to say, I'm the Roger girl. Roger is mine, but y'all should. <laughs> 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 Our Duranians out there will know exactly what I mean in any circle. Uh-huh. We have to uh-huh. all. <laughs> so a uh, quick, quick recap, though. So Suzanne, you're Roger. Yes. I'm John. <laughs> Steph is. You know, I'm, I'm going to say John, uh-huh. but give me a certain particular day and it can change. I yeah. know them all. <laughs> yeah. Same. And of course, Jody is John, but then she could be Andy if we have to really go there. <laughs> and Simon. So I'm yeah. with Steph. I could go either way. Yeah, you know, but we don't really have yeah. a girl that's really part of the podcast. I think we need to invite Stacy Tracy on here. She she's our new yeah. girl. That's true. That's yeah. true. And it isn't that I'm not a Nick girl. I couldn't my sister was a Nick girl and I couldn't like fight with her over oh, Nick. Was, yeah, that, that was sort of sacred ground. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was John Nick. <laughs> I was John and Nick back in the day. Yeah. John and Nick Simon. Roger. That was your order. That was my order. Now it just it it changes. But John's still number one. I think my <laughs> order was, was Roger Andy when his hair was not a mullet. <laughs> and then Simon and then John and then Nick. Brought when up. was his hair not a mullet? That's what I'm trying to think back. When I was a mullet. <laughs> You wanted to see. You wanted to not see him mullet. Exactly, but it was still a mullet. <laughs> but he was so funny. Like I think that's what I liked about Andy. Is he yeah. Like, in the single silver, he just made me laugh. I mean, so yeah, yeah. I mean, my heart chewed. He's like this big. He's so little. He's oh, yeah. seriously not much taller than I am. He's yeah, just no, so cute. He's a little nugget. A little yeah. ball of energy. <laughs> okay, yeah, I would so love it. out there, come to our page and tell us. You know. Who your member is, just so we know. As we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're always fun to meet other fans. But on the podcast page, we try to give equal opportunity to everybody. So as far as exposure, equal opportunity, exposure to all of the band members. Um, And so because we know that some people have their favorites, so we we try to um, represent everybody. Well, you say that it is a little heavy handed on JT, I will say. (laughs) Like, <laughs> I think sometimes it is because like John global. is more vocal. I know, I know. Um, and John so is more vocal, and his his wife also gives us some good fodder, like the piano like for me. Yesterday, he was taking piano lessons. I didn't know that. That was so cool. Thank was- you, Gila, for posting that because I yes. think that made. That was yes. the highlight of Sunday for sure. Um, yeah. He plays beautifully and it it was so great to just physically see him yeah. and he looked well. And as Dee pointed out, he looked relaxed mm-hmm. um, yeah. and yeah. it was just, it was just good to, it was just good to see him and hear from him. And, and, and again, today, I know that a video circulating about him um, and his recovery process and the video from the um, recovery Mark center, buddy. Mark, yeah, Mount, Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. In the UK. Carmel. <laughs> and we've got to point out that, um, you know, him him talking about the important work that he does, which it is, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and, and visiting people with and helping and talking to people, the recovery, which, which helps him. And the fact that he mentioned that he was 26 years sober, um, we just didn't realize that much time had passed by, but that is something right to, on. Yeah. To, to congratulate him on. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just, that was just something gr- so great to hear today. I, it I really say. was. It really was. Yeah, and the, just the journey that he's been on, and obviously he went into it and into his book and everything in his in his book. Just to just see him talk about that and and acknowledge and just you know where he is right now. And I mean, I think it's it's just a beautiful thing, you know. And I I commend him for for that and for for that, that journey that he went on. And yeah, being honest and vulnerable and everything about it. And because you know, not many people do that. And I really love that, that he's done that. Well, and Roger's been sober now for at least probably five years, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> when I drove him in the car and I told him I was on my way to a meeting at my church, which actually was a recovery meeting, he's like, I'm sober. Are you sober? And I'm like, well, my issue is food, but yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, he hadn't really put it out there when he told me that. Like then he and John visited that treatment center. I think mm-hmm. the following year is when they started working with those. I think it's with some some young people that they did like a fundraiser for them. The recovery, right. so, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That that's pretty amazing. It um, is. I don't remember what year it was, but he left the band during Medazzland. So was that ninety seven? Yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Okay, that's the same year my mom ended up in the psych hospital um, and had to begin her own journey to sobriety. So I've always kind of kept a pattern with that, kind of keeping an eye on her, keeping an eye on him and how do they sound okay? Do they look okay? Or is everybody okay? And never not once in any of this since 97 with my mom or with John, have I seen an instance of, oh, maybe there's something to worry about here. Um, which is great because that means that he was serious about it. That means that he's um, in, involved with and, and dedicated to the people that are around him. Exactly. Um, and I think he says, and we we could probably say this too, 
that Gila had pretty much everything to do with him taking the step to get well. So I appreciate that and the fact that he has been so strong through all this, even going back into the band and touring like a crazy person and all these people kind of met him. The situation didn't change, except he changed. And that's that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah. And he's he's done it. And I, I really, 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 really admire that. And then, just like I admire my mom. and then yeah. just a quick call out. Did y'all notice that Nagel painting behind him? Yes. I did. I love yeah. that room. I yeah, love, I love that, that room, room so and the much. In there and, the and the green books. books and he has everything. lots of interesting little pockets in the that pictures, room. The pictures of pictures. his mom and dad. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that so much. I know. Yeah. It just they love that so much. So, so what lovely. Else, what else is going on? I guess last week was the anniversary of Prince passing. And we actually saw the concert that Duran Duran did. Was it the day after? The day after. The day after, yeah. Yeah. They were in Austin. Do you want to talk about anything about that? Well, Sisha, I I mean, what I I remember about that day, going back to April 21st, um, you know, it was the day before the show. We were so excited because um, that was the kickoff of several dates that we were going to attend back in 2016. And for me personally, <laughs> so oh, I know I'm like, <laughs> I mean, gosh, 2016 was such a great touring year. I mean, I'm just going to say personally, it was just not only did I see the did I see Duran several times? I mean, I saw The Cure several times um, and, and other bands mixed in between. It was a great concert year for me personally. Um, Until October when I fell and broke my ankle. Oh gosh, was that that long ago? (laughs) It was that long ago. Okay. Oh my god. Um, Jody, side note, where had you been earlier that evening before you? Yeah, I had been dancing to burlesque. Was that burlesque night? I think that was the burlesque Duran burlesque night. Yes, themed burlesque show that we went. I had been dancing. Ah, uh, yes. Electric, we were all together, like, electric, hours before. Electric Boobarella was what it was called. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm not> <laughs> um, but April 21st, again, for me personally, was getting ready to drive to Austin because we had friends coming into town from Arizona. And I was going to pick them up at the airport and uh, we were going to start our Duran Duran weekend festivities. My, I remember my sister called me or she sent me a text and said, yeah, have you heard about Prince? And I turned on the news and CNN was scrolling and I'm like, okay, this can't be. Hopefully this is just a hoax. Um, turned out it was true. was very upset. And then I like lost track of time for a little bit. And so I ended up speeding down 35, which is a major highway in Texas, um, to Austin to pick up the girls. And I was like, if we see the, if for some reason we see the guys today, we're going to have to tell them that nothing can happen to them. I just remember saying that over and over and over <laughs> again, because and we I was just, just a mess. Yeah. And, and we, we happened did. to see them and we happened to get to express that. And, you know, I remember that day so vividly because, you know, we got to to talk to them, but then we also got to see it was all it was it was like we were sharing a moment. It was like yeah. happening in real time because we were you're, you're talking to the people that you admire the most, but then the person that passed away is one of the persons that they admired the most. Right. And so now we're just in this moment together talking about Prince. 
And that was really surreal. You could just see it in there. You saw it, just the right. kind of the shock and the, they were like processing and just like, like, like we all were, you know, and like, you're right. Like surreal is a good word for it because it's like, here's your, your idol and your, you know, whatever that, that you love and admire so much. And they are processing just the same as we were, you know, and, and just in shock really and you saw that and it was well and it, it was, was surreal and maybe it was because you know they're contemporaries with him like yeah they're, they're band musicians that have been on the scene as you know as long as he has so i think not only was it someone they admired but someone that they could relate to like when you lose a friend even if you're not close friends i think they they related to him on that level as well so well, not to mention the fact that well i was just going to say not to mention the fact that musicians that i have heard talk about prince especially with this more recent grammy um thing uh, that honored him and everything musicians feel like prince was the musician's musician like he could play every instrument he was right. technically right on he had these fantastically cool ideas and everybody just wanted to be prince and that includes John. I mean, John essentially says that when he played with him, he was completely intimidated by him. I think it's that that uh, appreciation of the man knew his music. And when you lose somebody like that, it, it's pretty devastating, uh, obviously devastating. Yeah. So I was able to visit Paisley Park about two years ago when I was in Minneapolis. And it was just very interesting to kind of walk around and see kind of where he did his work. And, you know, they really talk about a lot of history and actually he had planned out a lot of the displays with his costuming and with his, his keyboards and his guitars and whatnot. So he had already mapped out what he wanted it to look like even several years ago before he passed. Yeah. Wow. They really talk about his musicianship and how his, initial you know album he played every single thing they mm -hmm. also talked mm -hmm. about he recorded he sat the entire time which is a little quirk that people that worked with prince knew that he would always sit he didn't stand to mm -hmm. go play instruments he would sit the whole time um <laughs> side note um on the 80s cruise during the interview with Lori, the jets talked about they filmed they were the first music video to film at paisley park wow Prince loved them because they were also from minneapolis at the time and when they were recording the song and he like came in the back and was watching. So isn't that kind of crazy to be like at the jets who were like teenagers and then you're in Prince's house basically. And Prince just wanders in is kind of jamming to it. And then I think he kind of wandered out. So, wow. He's touched. Oh, didn't know that. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, and then the next night at the concert, we did get a screen. I don't remember that concert very well. We got a screen honoring his purple highness. That's true. Then we got the shout out at the end of Save a Prayer. <laughs> Suzanne's favorite moment of Save yes. a Prayer. <laughs> I know. Red Corvette. Absolutely. That's Suzanne's trigger. Wow. Even, at the, even at the beginning of the show, they did. Ordinary World is Deanna's trigger. And <laughs> yes. And then the prayer is mine because I was just waiting. I was waiting for When Doves Cry. I was about to just sing When Doves Cry. And then all of a sudden, Simon says Little Red Corvette. And I'm like, what did <laughs> that we should do an episode you know, on our, our triggers, our Duran triggers. <laughs> I think that would be fun. But our but, but you're like right, D, the show the show was the entire show was dedicated yes. to friends. They, As they it said that been. at the beginning, yeah. Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and the wonderful and the amazing Sheik yes. opened up. 
so yep. fun. And yeah. and they played Let's Dance. And, you know, of course, it was coming off the heels of David Bowie passing and, uh, you know, in January. And I, I mean, that I the was, same I was, year? Oh, yeah. Was, oh, my gosh. 2016 was well, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. October. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, yeah. I remember being in tears when he played when it. Cry. Um, mm-hmm. when he played Let's Dance. I mean, I was dancing, but I was, I had tears yeah. in my eyes. It was just like, golly. And then, you know, print, it was just like overwhelming. Yeah, I will have to say after 2016 is when I became very intentional and in, in going to every show that I possibly mm-hmm. wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm glad I did because I have that kind of saved up in my, you know, my psyche since right now we're on hold. And who knew we would be on hold in 2020 because of a world pandemic. So I guess my advice when yeah. once you get a chance to get out there again, take advantage of it. You never know what's going to happen. Life is fragile and this yeah. And And this is our happy place, you know, and we have to be on hold right now. But one day soon, we will be back in our happy place. We know that we will. I was so so on that mode of got to go, got to go that what it happened come February 1st or something like the middle of January. One show, this show, that show. We had like six shows lined up. Absolutely. And they've all canceled. Yeah. And waiting for refunds or reschedules or whatever. So, yeah, I was I'm still... Gotta go, gotta go, gotta see this, gotta see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Austin show, again, I said I don't remember the show itself very well. I do remember the screen. I do remember the dedication. I also remember the guy interrupting me every time he wanted to go get a beer. He would step on me or spill his beer on me or something. And I cannot stand that. I am a fan of this band and I need to be like in the fan area. So I think what I learned from that is not doing seats ever again. (laughs) Just going to do VIP or whatever and just deal with it down in the front because that, I don't know if it's the venue or what, but I hate that venue. Venue's kind of yucky, and that's you know it's Coda. It's out at a racetrack, and the seated area is dug in a hole, so it's always really hot and it's really tight, and it's it's not the greatest venue, you know. And a few months later, or a year later, we got to see them at the beautiful venue in San Antonio, the Tobin Center, which was so beautiful, magical, it was, and magical, and so that made up for the cruddiness of yeah, like a hundredfold. That was the same year. (laughs) Yeah, that was the same year. A few months later, it was September. Was that also was in 2016? Yes. Oh my 2016. god! Wow. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> oh my god! Fantastic. Yeah. 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 We did two nights at Tobin. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and then we saw them twice in Houston. Because remember, we saw them in the Woodlands, the like Woodlands. Yeah. And we saw them at the Smart Center in 2017. I guess as they came back. Uh, around. Okay, That's that right. was yeah. it. That um, Sugarland show wasn't in 2016. Yeah, that was the next year. Okay, yeah, but we did. Okay. I mean, we did the Woodlands right after Coda, so we did back to back shows okay. yeah. in 2016. But then we had you know back to back shows in San Antonio, so we got seriously spoiled. And then Suzanne yeah. and I did back to back shows and and for New, New Year's, Year's yeah, and New Year's yeah. Day. Yeah. So yeah, 
where we got to meet Lori Majewski for the first time at the New Year's show. Oh, yeah. And Patty, right? Right in front of us. No, Patty was, well, if Patty was there, we did not get to talk to her. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, Lori was right there in the front when we were there at the New Year's show. So that's how I kind of got to connect with her. Speaking of, I've been listening to her show every Saturday now, especially during the quarantine. It is so good. Last week, she she played Skin Trade because, because Niall produced it. And the whole show was about producers. And two weeks ago, it was about trios. So she played Election Day. She played The Promise. Nice. Um, So has been Promise. Yeah, Skin Trade and The Promise. And then a month ago, I got like an angel on there. So y'all tune in to Lust for List because she really does (laughs) term that we never hear on the air. And it's pretty awesome. So is it still free to sign on? Yeah, um, I be, yeah, it is. I think through uh, mid-May. May if you oh. if you don't have Series XM. Yeah, okay. you can look at the app. So definitely, and they and they have archives of the show, so you can go back and listen. To oh, them. cool. Okay, like, that show. That those shows were awesome. I mean, not just the Duran Duran stuff. On the trio one, of course, they had Aha, my second favorite, only to Duran Duran. Which praise the Lord, I saw them back in the fall in London. Because right. I'm pretty sure LA is going to get canceled now. That's right. Um, and then on this producer one, it was she was doing it with Dave Stewart. So then they had all kinds of just fun, eurythmic stuff and all these other things. So they, she's had some really good shows lately. He's Not produced Stewart, some produced really good stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. He's produced yeah. a lot. A lot of good stuff. Wait, that reminds me of something. Simon said that What's-His-Name from Blur has been playing guitar on the new record. Did you guys yeah. hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Graham what's his name? <laughs> Graham Thank you. That's it. That's right. Mm -hmm. So he was like, oh, no, I don't think I was supposed to say that. (laughs) They're going to kill me. But that means Dom's not getting a lot of guitar time, number one. And number two, I wonder if Graham's going to go on tour with them and play... But on par with them. No, but on on Paper Gods, they brought in that yeah, guy. They brought in random the, the chili peppers. He said quite a bit. We got John for Shanti for like a part of a song on Paper Gods. No, he played so, on more than he played on more than Universe Alone. John yeah, he played, on, he played on what are the chances? I think so. He played. Yeah, on he, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, he, they are bringing in some musicians. I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens, but I don't think it means. I don't know, yeah. but I love Blur, so that would be awesome if he actually did get to. Like, I'm interested he, to hear actually got what, to see him. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what he what what the duet with with um, Licky Lee sounds like too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And of course, what Mr. Marauder is going to bring to the table. Yeah. <sighs> That's what yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, long. astronaut was a lifesaver, and I think this one's going to be a lifesaver. This one's going to be awesome. I am really anticipating. And let's not forget that Simon also touched on uh, <laughs> reportage. Reportage. Yes. <laughs> yes. We aren't going to uh, believe that till we see it. Of course, we're not going to believe it until we see it, but we want to see it. Okay. Hint, hint. In the next ten years, we want to yes. see. It. And said that it could come out in the next 10 years, but we're hoping for a lot sooner than later. I mean, I know we know, we all know about Duran time, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I do uh, love what he said though, when he said that everybody's on the same page and he named everybody. 
John, Nick, Roger, and even Andy, he said. Yes. So I was yeah. like, Woo! Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that was yeah. promising was. because he hadn't oh. mentioned them before. Speaking of Andy, um, I follow Tracy on Instagram. Tracy's Andy's wife. And every once in a while, she'll post these cute little videos of their grandson, which is Georgina's son. I can't remember his name right now, but he's a cute little blonde thing. And one of the recent videos that she posted was of the grandson with a guitar in his lap and Andy teaching him how to, and the, the baby's like three, maybe four years old. So oh Andy's like telling him to do his fingers this way and, and play, you know, you strum it like this. It's the cutest thing. Really? I need to check it's it out. So mm-hmm. I think it was just one of those Instagram, you know, stories, stories that go, yeah, the stories. So yes. Um, if I can find it, I will find it and share it with you because it is the cutest Aww. thing. So cute. So yeah, he's out there. He's teaching the littles how to play guitar. Yay. Oh, that's yes. awesome. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That is sweet. Aww. <laughs> and his grandson is probably way. He's probably, his grandson is like probably way better than me because I cannot get it together with a musical <laughs> instrument so far. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I know it's in his blood, but still, you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I wish I could remember his awesome. name. He's got a cute little name, too. Anyway, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, y'all take care. My my Duran sisters both on the line <laughs> right now, as well as listening, guys and girls. Everyone take care of yourself. Be safe. We hope to see you at a concert very soon. Very soon. But not too soon. <laughs> yeah, not too soon. Not we gotta be, ease. Not, we gotta yeah. ease on back in. We yeah, gotta we gotta ease, ease on, on back in. Yeah, yeah. Ease on down the road. <laughs> yeah. That's you know. And speaking of like, and kind of back to um, Roger. That's another thing that he mentioned that it, the album has the new album hasn't even been mixed yet. Um, oh, yeah. That's kind of where they are in the process because. The mixing was supposed to take place this past week or so in L.A. So when Caddy asked Roger what his birthday plans were originally, he was supposed to be in L.A. And I know that's where Georgia Marauder lives as well, too. So they were supposed to be in the mixing process. So now he's thinking that the mixing process is going to be pushed back until the summer. He kind of mentioned July. So we're thinking we probably won't get to hear new music until the fall now. The fall or early We were supposed to at least get a song. I know. Um, we can we can release reportage to hold us over because <laughs> <laughs> we know they won't re- they won't tour that one, so that's okay. Right, yeah, right, right. Just re- yeah, just release it. Just do like a little you know quick thing. Yeah, like no, like just it doesn't have to be a lot of stuff behind it. You know, no, just drop it. Just just drop just it. drop it. Yeah, just yeah. drop it because we know it's gonna be hot. We, we, right. we, we've put he says he said there are some really good songs on there. Right. Yes. Just give it to us. The follow-up to Astronaut? Of course there is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the magic of the five. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, let's end on that. Bye. Magic of the five. Magic of the five. Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies. Bye, guys. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a little while. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, too. See you again real soon.